A-League to the English Premier League. From the man you read to a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos to the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo to Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, Migos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Cactus Chris Couch, Jose Throbbing Blue Vein Gorgonzola, and Warren Diego. We're four blokes who love our world footy and we want to tell you all about it. So, Cactus, what have we got in the show for listeners tonight? Yes, thank you, Carlos. Tonight we analyse the forthcoming World Cup announcement where we, the Four Diego's, <laughs> delve into the murky world of the bidding <laughs> process. Warren talks about the secret to Bolton's success in his UK footy rap, and Jose covers the Real Madrid red card fiasco in his global update. And Cactus is going to review the David Beckham show in his A-League scene, and there's the latest hot topics from the world of football. We talk crisis at Chelsea, gender confusion in Equatorial Guinea, (laughs) and cutthroat South African derbies, and much, much more. So all you sissy hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, it's the lowdown on the Beckham show in The Hunter. Cactus will tell us all about it, so stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Cactus, Jose and Warren on the Four Diego's. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world football Diego style. Coming up, Warren talks about why Bolton can't stop winning. But first, Cactus, what's the latest on the A-League? Yeah, thanks, Carlos. Plenty of A-League news over the past couple of days. Uh, Melbourne Heart, Sydney FC are... Boring nil-all draw, really. It was wet and soggy, though, horrible, Cactus. Horrible conditions, but nonetheless, that's the Hearts' fifth game in 17 days, and they've only picked up four out of a fifth, possible 15 points. So uh, not a good performance there from those two teams. Wellington Phoenix and the Melbourne Victory, a two-all draw. Archie Thompson. 50th goal. Yeah. The rock star's back, yeah. and he scored his first goal. But, Jose, I'm going to ask you a question. You were the uh, person who actually borne the name of the Civ Defence. There's a little <laughs> bit of Civ Defence about Melbourne Victory at the moment. Oh, there is. They, they, they just can't contain anything. These are cheap goals late in the game. Cheap goals. Not normally a Victory fan. I'm going to predict that they will be the big improvers in the second half of the season. With Cruz and Thompson scoring last night, I think the vibe's good yeah. about the goals. They've just got to get the back end under control. How about Paul Eiffel? Third goal in two games. He is he's on target to be player of the year in this competition. He's a very, very good player. And then Adelaide United two, Gold Coast United one, uh Dodd and Reed for United and uh Adelaide United, Vanden Brink for Gold Coast. Gold Coast first defeat in twelve games. Yes, the Miriam Bloberg uh doesn't like the referees all of a sudden. Such a colourful character who just loves everyone, but turned on the referees on Friday. He's a sook, Carlos, because in the first half they had one minute of extra time. Vandenbrink scored his goal in the third minute of extra time in the first half, so he should complain. Now uh, uh, Gold Coast, six yellow cards, one red card in that game. Adelaide yep. uh, didn't get any bookings at all. One quote from Blyberg I really liked. He said, it was like the beauty versus the beast, you know, the beasts from Gold Coast versus the Cinderella's <laughs> from Adelaide. Look, it's a Steve Pandolini's factor. That's what that is. Uh, if you're going to play Gold Coast and you're a referee, you just got to target that guy or any of his friends. always love it when uh, a coach comes out in his press conference and says, look, we're not, I'm not even going to talk about the refereeing in the game and then spends the next yeah. 10 minutes talking about the refereeing. That's all he talked about. Now, big game last night. Massive. 
Massive game for football in this country. The uh, Newcastle Jets take, took on LA Galaxy 2-1 to the Jets. Donovan for Galaxy opened the scoring, and then Petrovsky and Haliti uh, scored a couple of goals there. Now, Cactus, how did golden balls go? The tattooed golden ball <laughs> well, won? Yeah, clearly injured, Beckham. Uh, back injury, but played out the full game. He was only contracted, or the Galaxy are only contracted to have him play for 55 minutes, but he stayed out there, played the full 90 minutes. He showed glimpses of how good he actually is. I think we're talking legacy out of this game, Cactus. And interesting, we got an email from Tom from Newcastle saying that he was at the game last night, but he was wondering whether the crowd would stay on. They got 23,500 in what will be a World Cup venue for Australia in 2022. But he's just wondering whether the crowds will keep coming. I think yes, Tom. I would say yes. They've had 12,000 the last couple of games from Newcastle. It will only build. Now, Cactus, is that the motocross at halftime? No motocross. The uh, the pitch held up. But one thing that I did, I did like about... Uh, <laughs> About this whole galaxy coming to Newcastle was that on Wednesday night, our good friend Lubo Milicevic oh, yes. good took, friend. took Beckham out for dinner. <laughs> there were six of them. Can you imagine that conversation? Uh, the nightlife, what they would have been consuming that night. Maybe that's how Beckham got the uh, back injury. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about back injury, Jose, it was interesting that the girl who got Beckham's jumper at the end of the game said that she got it because she had a sign and it said... Bend me, Beckham. Now, I'm not quite sure the context in that because I'm, I'm yeah. not sure whether she was talking about the film or whatever, but she got the jumper anyway. But he was looking for the sign that said, Bonk me, Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks very much, Cactus Chris Couch. Very, very quickly, just yeah. finish it off. Yes, the World Cup bid. We've got a, a quick update. Next week, it's all happening. Uh, Who's there representing this, the Australians? We're sending the women. <laughs> we're sending the women into the front line. Elle McPherson, Bryce Courtney, and... Uh, Kylie Minogue, I believe, is in talks to do it as well. So big, big announcements there. Are we going to have a Kylie for Vote scandal at all? <laughs> I don't think so, but you can watch it live online. Go to FIFA.com, midnight on December 1st. Fantastic, Cactus. Uh, it's big week for Australian football. We'll talk more about the World Cup bit later on. This Next up, uh, Warren talks about Bolton's secrets to success in the EPL. So stick around. This is the 40 Agos across Australia. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at fordiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. Coming up, Jose talks about a South African derby that never gets boring. But first, let's talk EPL football. Warren, why are Bolton always winning these days? Yes, well, Carlos, it's about the secret of team bonding. And I know when we've been struggling from a time to time, you've got us involved in some team bonding ones. I remember the one where you had to make us wear sombreros and budgie smugglers. We all had to hold hands and say, Carlos is the boss a thousand times really quickly. We won't talk about the one in the sauna. No. No. But at um, Bolton, the secret to winning is the fact that Owen Coyle has said they've started playing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And the players have got so determined to win because apparently what happens is the loser gets flicked yeah. behind the ear and it really hurts. So they want to get good at it. Well, they certainly want to get good at it, especially Martin Petrov. Have you seen his ears? They call him Elephant. <laughs> Those things wave in the wind. Well, I think it's fair to say he's probably been the biggest loser, Carlos, in yeah, what, this game. What it does, Warren, is it distracts them from actually knowing that they're a crap side. <laughs> so the, uh, you know, the paper scissors rock actually just... just Let's them, let's them go out there and do what they have to do. Now, Warren, is that how they got rid of uh, Gary Megson? 
the, the committee over there? <laughs> yeah, they, they got did. sacked? Yeah, they, but they've actually come across a great manager in Owen Coyle. And I would normally agree with you, Jose, about Bolton. But if anyone saw their last goal to equalise last, it was one of the goals of the year. And genuinely, with their two cent forwards, they've been absolutely sensational value this season. Certainly, uh, Almanda and uh, Davies. I mean, we've always loved Kevin Davies, but he's playing out of his skin at the moment. Now, Warren, big round of games last night. A lot to talk about. Yeah, you've got to love the EPL when you stay up and watch. Your team hasn't lost yet this weekend because Liverpool <laughs> played Tottenham. 35 goals in all the games. Three games determined in extra time, either equalising or winning games. It was just fantastic. And I think... It was everything that we love about the Premier League in terms of the way the goals were scored and the attacking nature. Even Avram Grant, Uncle Avram, got himself a win with West Ham. What's going on there? He's on the verge of being sacked and he's just hanging on. You know, it's desperation stakes when they sell tickets to the game saying this is the turnaround game for our season (laughs) at West Ham. We're going to talk about Didier Berbatov in terms of... He scored five goals last night, only the fourth player in the Premier League to score five goals. Shearer, Cole and Defoe were the other three. It's funny how you find love in strange places. In the midst of Wayne Rooney being castigated by Sir Alex Ferguson, Berbatov just continues to play every week. Some weeks he doesn't even look like he's interested, like he's turned up just for a game. Before last night, he hadn't scored for 11 games. The Since last the time Liverpool in hat-trick. September, yeah, yeah that's right. Five goals and some of them... You knew he was on because there was a couple of ricochets off goalkeepers and defenders that landed at his feet. But he's the mainstay attacker for Manchester United. And it's the first time, I think, I know Cactus says you don't watch EPL football before Christmas. I've been worried about Manchester United, but last night... They turn the tap on for the first time. And how happy would Fergie be, just quietly on the inside, if he's thinking about getting rid of Berbatov? Yeah. Every one of those goals meant another, you know, <laughs> fifty thousand pounds onto his. Because it's not, it's not good enough that you have eleven game droughts and then you yeah. score, a, a, no. you know, hat tricks and five goals, and so it's not, it's not good enough for Manchester United. Cactus Rooney hasn't scored in open play since last March. No, okay. so I wouldn't be too worried about it. But they've just, they just paid him two hundred thousand pounds a week, so that's why they're certainly going to keep him. Dimmy might be someone they'll sell. Like. Well, Dimmy, uh, Dimmy has scored quite a few goals this season now. He's opened up with six in ten games or something and five more last night. We're travelling along just beautifully at the moment, Man United. Don't worry about that. Without hitting anywhere near third or fourth. I love the little Mexican Chikorito. Mm. You know, Hernandez, fantastic. I think him and uh, Rooney up top, two prongs. uh, They're the the winning prongs for Man U. Thanks very much. We're in a great EPL scene there. Coming up, Jose tells us about South African's biggest derby here on the Fort Diego, so stay tuned across Australia. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diegos on Triple M. Jose, the Soweto Derby, it's a derby that's never boring. Never boring, but uh, people might get bored with it, though, Carlos, <laughs> because uh, you'd love to be the uh, the fixture writer in uh, the South African League. The league's been going for four months, and the Kaiser Chiefs and the Orlando Pirates have already played four times. Four blockbusters. That's right, and they're, they're set to play again next month, so it'll be the fifth time that they've played in the, uh, in the Soweto Derby. Now... Uh, they've just recently played in a uh, cup semi-final, both a, a home and away yep. uh, league, and both of them actually play out of the same ground. <laughs> so uh, in Soccer City uh, is their home ground. It's more boring than watching repeats of Two and a Half Men. Yeah. It's on every single night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, Jose, I, went, I did a little bit of homework on this one. Of course, Orlando Pirates, they're the mighty Buccaneers. That's right. The Kaiser Chiefs, their nickname is the Sea Robbers. <laughs> 
Now, I don't know if that tells you a little bit about their, uh, you know, the type of fans they have or whatever, but uh, the Sea Robbers, they're actually quite a well, uh, fair, well-supported club mm. over in South Africa. We, yeah. went, we went to Joburg, Carlos. Yes. We know why they might be called the Sea Robbers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much, Jose. We'll keep an eye on those two teams. Next up, it's Jose, more of Jose, uh, and the Real Madrid red card fiasco over in Spain. So stay tuned. This is the 48 goes across Australia. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. And you can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy, Diego style. Coming up, we bring you the latest on Australia's World Cup bid. But first, Jose, tell us about the red card controversy last week in Spain. Yeah, Carlos, look, we've all played the game Chinese whispers, you know, where you, <laughs> you, you whisper a secret to someone and they whisper it on and on yeah. and on, and the message changes. It does change. Now, look, Jose Mourinho just came out and said, look, it was just clearly a, yeah. a bad game of Chinese whispers. <laughs> I gave an instruction yeah. to Jersey Dudek, who yeah. then passed it on to Casillas, who then passed it on to yeah. Xabi Alonso, yeah. and then Sergio and they just got it confused. Well, the big problem here is he's passed on to Jersey Dudek. Yeah, he's a dud. <laughs> exactly right. Now, of course, he's a reserve goalkeeper, played in England, uh, probably yeah. the worst goalkeeper in Liverpool's history, yes. Warren. Now, Actually, you give him a message to pass on, he's never going to get it right. He did win a Champions League final <laughs> for Liverpool, so Jersey is much loved and remembered. <laughs> But I doubt that he'd be fantastic at keeping a secret just very quietly. Now, now Mourinho did actually come out and say it was Jersey. Jersey is just so dumb. <laughs> that, uh, you apparently know, the Patsy. But I reckon <laughs> Jose knew something about it because as Sergio Ramos was walking off, apparently uh, Jose just handed him a couple of tickets to Bali for this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, they won that game 4-zip and uh, it takes him into the uh, the next round against Ozur. Yeah. Meaningless game. No. And, and these guys have uh, will... will Start with a clean slate for the uh, the knock the knockout rounds, but there's also bigger fish to fry in between there. Of course, there's a Clasico, which is oh, Monday happening. Uh, yeah, Monday. You cannot wait for the El Clasico. Yeah, at the New Camp. Yes. Uh, so uh, should be a great game. Can someone tell me why they schedule the Clasico on a Monday? Uh, I think it. Look, it would actually to tell you the truth, it probably would take all the uh, exposure. You know around the world on that one game. That's so big. I mean, it's a yeah. worldwide event these days, Cactus. Mm. You know, you, mm. you don't play it on a, on a Sunday with everyone else playing in Europe at the same time. Well, the Diego's are on Sunday, so they didn't want to clash <laughs> with that, of course. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, bullfighting's banned over there. It's not, it's not quite banned yet, is it, the uh, bullfighting? I wish it would. It's on the way. Jose's a legend, but until they beat Barcelona in that game, you sort of do sense that Barcelona is still going to find a way to win the title again. It'll be interesting to see. Look, they probably will win that game, but I think Jose, uh, he, I think he's got one over Pep Guardiola. He's a bit of a, you know, the blue-eyed boy Pep, even though he's mm. slightly balding there, Jose. Yeah, Pepe. he is. And, and he's uh, got brown eyes. Yeah, he's only, he's only younger. He's, <laughs> he's got brown eyes too. Uh, so uh, he's certainly a bloke that uh, I think it's a coach versus coach. Lionel mm. Messi versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Cannot wait for that. Thanks very much, Jose. Coming up, Cactus takes us through the latest uh, on Australia's World Cup bid. So stay with us. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. 
Cactus, what's the latest on our World Cup bid chances? Yeah, thanks, Carlos. Uh, as we all know, next Thursday, December 2nd, is when the big announcement is made, 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, which I believe is going to be shown live on Fox Sports, SBS 1 HD and ABC 24. We'll be glued, <laughs> absolutely glued to the TV. means yep. so much to the Diego's, doesn't it? Well, ABC 24, I'll be tuning in, do I don't know what anybody else is going to be watching. But, uh, yeah, look, we're up against... Uh, we're up against some some sides or some countries that are that are going to be right up there amongst it at the at the at the pointy end. Wheelers and dealers, mm. I'm calling them cactus. Yeah. Uh, big hitters and smaller ones who've yeah. got friends all around uh, the world. Well, Qatar and the US are probably the our main competition. Korea and Japan are the outsiders for it. So basically, there's a process where everyone votes, and then at the end of the voting, all the votes are tallied up, and the and the the, the country that comes last drops out, and then they re-vote, and so on and so on until there's only one country left and. We just need to get through those early rounds. And if we can get through those early rounds, we might be somewhere somewhere near it come uh, come announcement time. It was interesting, Cactus. I'm glad that you um, enlightened me in the mm. terms of the process because I just thought it was to do with how many big hitters you could get in town because yeah. the US, they've <laughs> Mr. Bloomberg, who's got yeah. his own TV station. Yeah. Arnie, who's got his own character, movie character, and also his, his own, own state. His own <laughs> state. You know, Henry Kissinger, well, he... He settled wars all over. You know, Oscar De La Hoya is in mm. there in case there's a bit of a stout. <laughs> he's going to get he's going to get involved. We've got uh, we've got Kylie Minogue yeah. and we've got El McPherson yeah. and we've got Bryce Courtney. No, no. Yes. Well, now, okay, I understand I made a mistake, but I've got a question for everyone on the panel here. Why haven't we got Bryce Courtney in, in, involved? Of course, I was talking about the Governor General Quinton Governor yeah. General Quinton Pry, uh, Bryce. Yes. Uh, even now, I can't get the name out, but. Uh, She's obviously very important, but uh, yeah, Bryce Courtney, who's going to write the book? He's on the sidelines, Carlos, because he believes in the power of one. <laughs> That's the reason why there. But Carlos, you're the wise man, and like me, Jessica from Perth, who sent us through an email, basically said, I'm looking forward to the bid, I won't go to sleep that night, I'll stay up, but I'm a little bit confused because there's three Asian bidders, effectively, because Australia's in Asia now, and how's it going to be worked out? as to which Asian bid's the best one and is likely to win. By the way, if you want to send us an email, diegos at 4diegos.com. Uh, look, it, it's really, Asia's cutting their own throats because uh, Australia have got to, as Cactus said, uh, really get through those early rounds. It doesn't matter whether you've got the most uh, votes in those early rounds or not. You just need to not get eliminated. Get to the point where you're up against Qatar and the US, and we would prefer to go against US at the top because then we'd, hopefully, if Frank Lowy and Ben Buckley have, uh, have looked at Plan B, C, D, and, and really uh, nurtured those other voters who aren't going to vote for us in the first round, we'll hopefully have all those voters on our side against the US. We don't want to go against Qatar in the final round because they will have all their friends and they've done a lot of work for their space age type World Cup bid. Now, any truth to the rumour that brown paper bag sales in Zurich have gone up 400%? <laughs> Well, there's going to be a lot of scrambling going on. I would love to be in Zurich this week. The, the scrambling and the uh, and the people backstabbing and the people who just it's going to be twists and turns. And let's hope Frank Lowy and all the friendships he's had. We've talked about this on the yacht over 20 years. All the parties he's mm. held, all those wa- eyes wide shut type parties <laughs> that he's held. Let's hope that uh, those boys don't forget when he's calling on the favour this time around. Carlos, you know, you know how I despise the two-legged Champions League games, right? The, the home and away. This yeah. is somewhere where you could have the two legs, the home and away. Oh, yeah. And I reckon would be a chance because take them to Qatar. It's going to be 50 degrees. They, yeah. would, they would hate it there. They'd see what it was really like. 
take them to South Korea, there'd be all those North Korean missiles <laughs> going firing over. That's pre-game entertainment. Be, be a chance. <laughs> fireworks. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, the fireworks. <laughs> I reckon we'd be a chance, Carlos. Thanks very much, Cactus. We'll keep an eye on it. It is Friday morning, 2 a.m. Australian time. A big, big time for Australia. The biggest sporting event in the world. We could have it here in 2022. Thanks very much, Cactus. Uh, next up, Warren talks about the bad body language at Chelsea. So stick around. This is the 40 goes across Australia. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Warren, it's crisis time at Chelsea. I wouldn't normally worry about Chelsea, Carlos, but I am worried. They've lost three games in four matches. They've suddenly lost position on the top of the ladder. Roman sacked the iconic Ray Wilkins. Carlo Ancelotti. Iconic Ray Wilkins? Are you kidding? He's been saying that the players will miss him. That he's been the major reason for their success. Not one player's come out and said we miss Ray. Well, that's because they're probably going to think that they'll get the same, no, the no. same the, treatment the, the from play, Roman. The players run the show at uh, at Chelsea. No, they don't. <laughs> anyway, Roman, I think if he can get rid of Jose Mourinho, let's make no mistake. If he wants to get rid of Carlo, he will get rid of Carlo. I've got this idea, Carlos. <laughs> For all the owners in the Premier League, the Chicken Kings at Blackburn, the Emirates guys at Man City, let's have the owners manage their teams in a competition, a knockout, call it something like the Carling Cup or something else that's like kissing your sister, and see how they go. Because I think Roman's not far away yeah. from actually deciding that if I can't find the best, I might as well do it myself. Well, he's had a look at Big Phil Scolari. He's had a look at Uncle Avram Grant, who's taken to a Champions League final, for heaven's sake. And he's saying, well, if they can do it, of course I can. Can you mention the pre season, just running around the all rigs in, uh, in Siberia. Siberia, go well. Fantastic. But I think it'll be interesting to see Chelsea play Newcastle tonight. If they don't get back on track, two teams have already taken over, Arsenal and Manchester United on the ladder. It'll be interesting to see how Chelsea respond because I still think at their best, they're the best team. But who knows if they're not top of the ladder come Christmas. Uh, Cactus won't worry until after Christmas anyway, but they are the best team at the moment. Thanks very much, Warren Diego. Next up, Cactus talks about a case of gender bending in African football. Stay with us. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the 40 Diego's Across Australia with Carlos Cactus, Jose and Warren Cactus. There's controversy in African women's football. Yeah, Equatorial Guinea, <laughs> the hotbed of world football. There is serious controversy coming out of there. There are claims from rival nations. They just took part in the Women's African Cup of Nations. There are claims from rival nations that two of the players yep. were in fact men. Now, uh... The media officer there, David Monzai, this is a quote from him uh, in their press release, says, they are saying that Genevieve Aeong Man, that's her <laughs> name, that's possibly a clue as yeah. well, and yeah. Salamata Simpeor are men. It was the press in Nigeria which started it, and then Cameroon sort of picked up the baton and ran on with it. One too many Y chromosomes, according to my biology, <laughs> HSC bi- biology from many, many years ago. Yes, now... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, is there, a, is there a scientific way that they've actually picked that up, or did the girls actually go to the boys' showers at the end of the game, and that sort of gave it all away? I think it was the old spice in the lockers. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? But basically, they made Equatorial uh, Guinea made the final. Uh, they got beat by Nigeria, but the top two teams in that qualify for the 2011 World Cup in Germany next year. What sort year. of blokes are they when Nigeria, a team full of women, mm. 
allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> beat them 4-2. Exactly. Now, these two girls aren't the only two, well, girls in inverted commas, <laughs> aren't the only two girls that have had to uh, come out and deny that they're men. Equatorial Guinea striker Genevieve Anonma has recently had to come out and deny that she is a man as well. But uh, there seems that there's no truth to the rumour that Casta Semenya was lacing up the boots <laughs> <laughs> She's and told not to go out there. She's, uh, she wasn't anywhere near it. Yep. Genevieve was uh, just recently gender tested too, and she said she was offended by that. Mm. Now, uh, the gender test wouldn't have been the cough test, would it? <laughs> Not sure, but Carlos, you said that you read uh, read something where FIFA are trying to bring in some rules. Yes, because apparently it's called the intersex rules, mm. and apparently uh, it's where FIFA is actually allowing for those women, mm. inverted commas, mm-hmm. who are actually men who don't know it. Right. Apparently there's women running around with football boots on right now, playing football, world footy, who don't know they're men. Well, I would have thought that the rule is, if you have a penis, you're in the men's, <laughs> and if you have the other bits, you're in yeah, the women's. Yeah, well, that's uh, Warren's uh, wonderland, that is. And, but there anyway, were, and there was no truth to the rumour, Carlos, that you were actually going to have us have to go through that test as well. Thanks very much, Cactus. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, Jose. I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world football, tune in to Four Diego's right here every week. If you want to contact us, drop us a line at diegos at fourdiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Diego's, And you can check out our podcast at fourdiegos.com. So remember, Cactus? Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba and la bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there's girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever Gringos play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Diego's. Olé. Olé. Arriba. Triple M.